This episode is brought to you by KitCaster. KitCaster books you on top podcasts. Click the link in the show notes for a special offer. Celebrate good conversation. Welcome to Interviews. Being an entrepreneur is the toughest job ever. There are no practical guidelines. So I created this podcast to help crack the entrepreneurship code. Join me every week as I invite entrepreneurs to share their stories, the practical tips and lessons they've learned along the way. Don't be the main bottleneck in your business. Subscribe now. Interviews is brought to you by Social Prize, a marketing and communication agency operating remotely since 2005. Social Prize specializes in digital technologies and communication, web development, e-commerce, remote working, coaching, training, growth hacking. Log on their website, socialprize.me. Hi, thank you for listening. My guest today is Nikolai Vitrup, the founder and CEO of WebAmp, a digital agency located in Denmark. And that's the first time I have a guest from Denmark, so I'm really excited about it. Nikolai founded WebAmp in 2015 with his childhood savings and with the mission of making the customer the hero. Hey, Nikolai, thank you very much for joining me today. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm very well. Yourself? Yeah, I'm very good. Thank you so much. And good. thank you for having me. Hey, no problem. Thank you for, thank you for being here. And so <laughs> let's start. Tell us a little bit about your journey towards becoming an entrepreneur. Yeah, so, so my journey actually started um, uh, without, a mission of being, uh, without a mission of being an entrepreneur. So I started as a, as a normal kid who just wanted to get a job. And I started yeah. as a very young boy as uh, as i think 14 year old i started as uh, a content creator in in a web agency in denmark and then i found my love for like computers and just loved uh, the internet and the html and css and all kinds of stuff really nerdy and then when i <laughs> when i got like i think 16 or something i i started the education as a as a graphic designer uh, and then I was done uh, four years afterwards. And then I came out to, to the open market and I had to get my first job. Uh, so I got my first job as a real uh, a nine to five uh, graphic designer. Okay. And I hated it. It was the worst <laughs> thing I ever did. Um, and then I just uh, realized like after six months, I wanted to do something else. So I went into uh, sales uh, within the same company. Mm -hmm. So I went to, to a sales job, uh, which I have done when I was uh, part-time when I was younger. Yeah. Uh, and then I went into a sales job and then I really hated like how they did the things and I couldn't really relate to how the, the leadership and how they wanted to do things. And then I quit my job there and then I got another job and then the same story. And I, I think I did that around, <laughs> I think seven times or something like that. Really? And after the seventh, seventh time, I think, uh, I think it was a, an accountant. I tried to cold call actually in one of my former jobs who, who, who called me and said, Nikolai, can you just start your own business? I think it would be easier now. <laughs> Uh, and then, and, and I actually didn't know anything about starting up as an entrepreneur, starting yeah. being an entrepreneur. So I just started uh, with my childhood savings, as you said. And mm -hmm. um, then we just like started, I started for myself, um, just started by selling one product and then got my hair 
uh, on fire. And then I was just like, okay, how do I solve both the selling and the doing? And then I just uh, did one uh, homepage at the time. And then I think when I sold the sixth or seventh, I think I started to do freelancers and then the entrepreneur way of thinking like earning money and spending money and, you know, the, mm. the way of thinking business started. So I think I, I become became an entrepreneur like over time. And I think the first year of being an entrepreneur, I really didn't saw myself as an entrepreneur. Right. right. And today you see yourself as an entrepreneur. Do you? Um, I th- I think I see I see my uh, abilities is very much into entrepreneurship. Uh, I really enjoy um, creating stuff. I really enjoy creating culture. I really uh, enjoy um, challenging status quo. Uh, mm. I think lots of the- those perks is very much entrepreneurial. Uh, I don't think I see myself as an entrepreneur anymore because we are today are we eighteen employees. So I think it's hard to be an entrepreneur. So I see myself more as a CEO today of a company, which mm. is the title I have now. Uh, and then I just love entrepreneurship. So I can, I do always try to help where I can. And yeah. I just love the process of like trying to, to create something and, and do something different and challenge something. I really enjoy that. And that I think is an entrepreneur, but my job title is not an entrepreneur <laughs> very very true very true i think i think i can relate to what you're saying this uh uh love for building things from scratch and seeing it implementing and then you're like wow i did that <laughs> With mm, the, yeah. is that what you're talking about yeah i think so i think i think the wow effect is is uh is one of them but i think for me is the the most beautiful thing i ever imagined and and the most beautiful thing I ever experienced also is like to, to give other people uh, a chance uh, mm. to be in a work environment where all the things I didn't uh, could do uh, and thought I hated. Uh, I can really try to make a, another, uh, a new way of thinking like um, how do we do this and how do we work and how do we uh, build a culture and how do we work for our clients and how do we, Evolve, uh, develop uh, people and I think talent is really one of the key things why I do what I do because I really enjoy seeing like a, people go from from bad to great and from great to perfect how do you do that I think uh, I think a lot uh, I think lots of it comes by giving opportunities I think opportunities mm. is really the best way of like um, of, of, of let, letting people grow actually is to say our culture is very much about you. You have to fail. You have to fail to be better. You have to learn by your mistakes and your failures. Uh, so I think uh, a lot of what I train my people is to really to try to do something they don't are comfortable in, uh, so they can experience and be more brave and clever than yesterday. So, so one of the key things we always talk about in WebM is like, how can we be better today than we were than we were yesterday? So it's never about like a competition or anybody else. It's always about ourselves and how can we develop today and to be better and greater than we were mm. yesterday. Well, I know that Denmark was the first uh, country in EU to lift all uh, coronavirus restrictions, but you were talking yeah. about opportunities. And so before uh, Denmark lift the restriction, we, you, you were in a pandemic mode. How do you 
provide opportunities to your staff when you know you have to deal with such a difficult situation every day i think i think for me the corona pandemic was really um the first time i ever experienced like a very visual part of being a great leader or being mm. a bad leader you couldn't hide anymore so you couldn't just be a leader or a boss you couldn't be just there you had to, to make decisions and you had to do everything and everybody saw what, what what's happened around it so i think for me uh the first day of corona restrictions and the, the lockdown in denmark the, the first thing i did actually was the morning afterwards we we we, we went all of us went into the to the office also the part-times everybody went in and um the, the first thing i actually told them was like um, this is not about economics. This is not about like finance, financial crisis or anything else. This is about people. It's about like, do you believe and trust uh, uh, the system going out every day? So are you afraid of the virus? Then you shouldn't go out of the door in the morning. Then you should mm. be behind the door and, and work from home. So I actually, I actually put the, the, the question out to my people, all of them, and told them like, everybody has a chance to say whatever they want now. So we went actually one at a time and say, what, what do you think about this? And really try to create an open space and an honest space where like everybody had their stay of it. And, and I think almost anybody I see beside one maybe wanted to work from home. And so the very most simple thing for me, there was actually just listening to the people and say, okay, they want to work from home. So let's do it. Let's try it and let's see how that goes. And the funny thing is like, so everybody experienced a very, very much more effective uh, month, the the first, uh, second and the third month, so much more got, got done. And I think for, for me as a leader, seeing my people really trying to do their best. Uh, also, again, um, confirmed the thing I always thought about, like, I can trust my people. Mm. I can trust my people. And I think the opportunity there was to be a leader who trusts people. I think that's the key part of like Corona, what it did. Actually, you had to trust your people. You couldn't go on. It, it's not possible. Mm. I like what you said about I couldn't hide, you know, and I see the passion that you, when you speak right now, I see you very, you sound very passionate about growing your people. I don't know if you realize it. <laughs> I, I, I think, I think that's why we came such a long way now in WebMB actually. It's not, it's not uh, my solo mission, WebMB. My solo mission, I think have failed like 150 times. So I have so many brave people around me who always, always lift me up. So I think yeah. I think I'm very uh, I'm very excited about like doing them better because if I do them better they're gonna do me better. That's like the whole ecosystem about this one. So always give 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 and you will always return. That's my like key part of like all of this and that's why I'm so passionate about it because if people don't want to do it they will quit quit anyway. Yeah. So just give trust and then just see what's happened. I really I I, I really enjoy like seeing people grow. Mm. And so Denmark now is back to normal. You're the first country yeah. in, the, in the EU. What does it mean for your business? Is it back to normal the prior COVID or is, are you more in a, into a hybrid uh, situation? I would say um, I have a lot of friends who are not back to normal, primarily restaurants, events, um, mm. uh, travel still like 
try to come up with with one hundred percent. I think for for WebAmber for our company, which is one hundred percent online because it's SEO, Google Ads, stuff like that, mm. everything can be done from a computer. So really, I think for us, the Corona was like um, was 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 doing. Uh, we have we haven't experienced like a, not a normal month. I think what's happened after the lockdown went away and it just went back to normal. I think we 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 moving like 40 50% in like increasement right now. It's it's going so quickly right now. I mm-hmm. think today I'm going to I'm going to uh, I'm going to create four job job openings today uh, okay. which just uh, again oh. really it's just going so fast right now. We we really trying to keep up but everything going so fast because everybody's back and everybody got money right now. Let's talk a little bit about your business. In the introduction, I said your mission was to make the customer the hero. Can you uh, explain that a little bit? Yes, of course. Um, I think think for me, it's um, we tried when when I was uh, back starting and building the culture in WebAmp. One of the the things I really had a hard time defining was really like how can we do and how can we say something which is not just hot air and just you know doesn't mm. make sense doesn't really um, uh, apply to something everybody can relate to so i think for me it's really about like um thinking uh, hollywood movies and thinking how they build up on the movies do you want to be the hero or do you want to be like the guide to the hero so for me it's actually quite simple because we're trying to build a role inside of webamp where we are the guide to the hero which our client is the hero So mm. we're really trying to do our client the the main character the the key benefactor the the like the the most important thing in our world is our hero which is our client and so so for us it's really to say if if our journey is about being a guide it's always about doing our clients better not to mm. cheat them not to to like cut them off nothing we just need to do our clients better every day and that's like how we really try to think about uh, customer experience and like we we really want them to to have a a very good time being in webam and really enjoying um uh what do you say like the 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 the, the why we do it uh really to to do it better than all of our competitors even though we don't look at our competitors anymore because we are so much in our own um company and looking at how can we do things better today than we did yesterday every day you you mentioning that doing doing better several times now you know with your staff with your client it seems to me that is really center and you know who you are and what and what what you do yeah i think i think actually again it's it's one of the training part factors if you always look at like uh if you look at at, at a company like a sprint or a marathon again if you have to train to a marathon you you cannot just go out and run today you need to train every day and and feel like you're getting better every day and mm. i think it's the same for business you really have to train every day to do like the best best thing you always can do so i think training is is very vital and that's when when you train you always look at how can i be better than i was yesterday so how if if you go on football how can i kick the ball better uh, if you go on to to strength uh, training you always look at how could i could could i perfectionate this technique so i can lift more mm. and at one point you will you will reach your maximum level and the peak point and that again you you will always know when the peak point is is it's it's achieved um and i think we have never ever 
uh, reach our peak point because the peak point is it's funny in, in digital marketing is always moving because yeah. the market is changing and the and google and facebook doing stuff differently and and again if you if you not want to do like being better every day it's really hard to do online marketing and digital marketing that's really really hard so again i think the the way of thinking is really simple when you when you are in a market like like we are because everything mm. is changing every day what's the your big dream for your business where, where do you want to take it I think um, my biggest dream for WebAmp is actually to do a place where everybody is happy to come uh, in the morning. Uh, for me, it's it's much about um, having happy colleagues and have having happy clients. Um, I think in 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 terms of expansion, I think I always told myself we want to be like thirty people because then we have like uh, two of each. So if mm. somebody gets sick, sick, we always have like the another one who can take over and uh i think i think that's our first big big uh big goal is is to really to get in that shape where we are really really good at uh and all of our key uh key uh things in here key products um and then afterwards just looking at are everybody happy can we be better do we need anything uh i'm i'm not driving uh i'm i'm not thinking so much about the money because the money It's really simple about like if you're doing something really great, the money will come. Indeed, and it's uh, really good to <laughs> remind people about that. Don't chase yeah. the money. Let's talk a little bit about you now. Um, mm -hmm. How has entrepreneurship, being an entrepreneur, how has it impacted you? What have you learned about yourself? Uh, um, I've learned uh, a lot of things. Uh, one, I think the, the, the one thing I really learned is I never give up. Uh, I never, ever give up. Um, I think that's a perk I didn't realize I had. Uh, mm. Like if I really want something, I'm never giving up. Um, and then I, I learned my passion about like, um, about seeing other people grow and not just myself growing. Uh, I think that's one of the big things I saw about myself. Mm. And then I, I, I think all of this... Um, Just, just being around very, very passionate people every day, both entrepreneurs, my friends and people I meet, my colleagues. I think just being around happy people every day, it's really, it, that changed me a lot to just chasing more and more of that. Because when you have happy energy in your life, you just want more happy energy. That's the funny thing about happy energy. <laughs> true, true. Anything else? Um, I think... I think I learned uh, to, to um, I think one of the things is uh, growing with, with your business and, and being older. Um, I'm going to turn 30 in two, three weeks. Um, I think one of the things I really learned is, is to prioritize my private life as well. Mm. Uh, and I've worked my ass off uh, since I was 23. Um, and I, I don't regret one second of it. But I, I can feel and I can see in my life now balance and uh, and all of these things around the, the business also have a very big impact in my happiness and my life. Mm. Uh, so I think much about this one is really about like um, being being uh, a happy man. Uh, it's not just about success. And I think that one of the biggest things which has changed me this year is really like seeing a perspective on, on things. Uh, also due to the corona which like everybody was uh, 
under very hard pressure. And then you yeah. just saw like, so if you remove the business, what do you have? Um, so I think really, I, I, I think that's one of the key factors as well, really like seeing how balance uh, impact my life really to be more happy person, uh, a more happy person. Um, again, I think entrepreneurship did that for me as well. Like mm. working so goddamn hard always. <laughs> What have you? What have you changed in particular to become more happy, to 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 give more balance to your life? Because it's an interesting topic. Uh, I think um, actually, I think one of the the key things to have done already is really to think about when my my cell phone mobile uh, is is uh, at my disposal. I think mm. uh, I'm trying to to leave it. I'm trying to uh, put the the moon moon more on the snooze. Yeah. Uh, and just don't have all the notifications and not just being online always. Um, if something's really burning, um, I'm, I will get aware of it, even though I lay my phone away three meters, <laughs> I will get aware of it. Uh, so I think one of the things is really like just trying to um, be uh, be in the room with the people and look the people in the eyes and not mm. look down at the cell phone, which I always did before um so really changed my life into like being more there when i speak with people be in the conversation not being somewhere else like really just being in the moment i feel like i feel like that's the biggest change i i've done actually um and i think i think i might i think that's really the the, the biggest change in my life really like to see how much the the change when you just look people in the eye have 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 given me um because you can really feel people you cannot feel people when you look down in the cell phone that's the that's the key part again and yep. i think again that's one of the key learnings from corona you are so tired of screens so now you just want not to look in the screen anymore yeah, yeah. i completely relate to what you're saying because you know i'm a business coach and i have to be present if i want to give the best to my clients and that is really important and you were talking but not about just listening. with your clients though That's the that's the thing about True. it actually because I always I, I was the best at my work, but when I got home, I I laid in the in the sofa like one mm. second afterwards, and then I looked at my phone. So I wasn't there. I just went home, uh, went just straight uh, straight um, uh, towards my girlfriend and gave her a kiss on the cheek, and then I went to the sofa, and then I didn't talk to her because like now I have the free times so and I can look at the the news and stuff like that, and it doesn't matter. That's the thing. It doesn't matter. It's always there and you can already reach, always reach the information and you don't have to get it now. Beautiful. I love it. Thank you for spreading, uh, spreading that message. It's, impo it's an important <laughs> one. <laughs> I'm, tr I'm really trying to, to do it. I'm, I'm not perfect at it yet, though. I'm really, really trying still. And it, the funny, th funny thing is when you just when you have this uh, way of thinking, like every time you do something, you think like, Oh, how is my, what is my phone? Always oh, there's notification. I yeah. always say like, now I always think like when you go on a plane and you don't buy the Wi-Fi, you will not know anything in two, three, four, five hours, how long you're flying. Yeah. And then you're, you're feeling fine. You're just like, <laughs> you're being there. Otherwise it's you're just true. sleeping, but that, that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> it is true. You created the business in uh, 2015. Yep. Is there any big mistakes that you've done and you want to talk about, you know, any big lessons you've learned? 
So, so how long do we have? Because I have quite <laughs> oh, a long list that. actually. Before, <laughs> uh, I, I think I think I really, really did so many. Um, I did so many mistakes. Um, I think one of the key lessons I learned is actually passion uh, trumps uh, titles. I think that's the the most important thing I ever learned. It's like you you can have a very beautiful title, but if you're not passionate like don't go for the money or don't go for the title go for the passion because it's gonna make you go so uh so further like it's so much better just to be happy every time you 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 stand up and every time you wake up and you just need to be there um mm. i think so so i think and again i think one of the other one uh, i really learned is the lesson i learned is really like when, when i say uh, we have to be better than yesterday um, I think one of the things is I always started doing it was really looking at our competitors. What do 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 they do? How mm. do they do it? And are they better than us? Are they worse than us? Um, I think I think looking at it uh, differently, not as a, a football match uh, or, or a game. Looking at it like we need to play in infinite. We need to play again and again. We need to go on the pitch every day. Mm. So so we cannot be the best today and the worst tomorrow, uh, and then win. The, the third day every day is is a constant battle of like being better than yesterday um and i think that's again like you 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 can feel shitty today but tomorrow you can be the best again that's that's how like business life really works i think so a lesson again is really just to keep on going just keep going yeah yeah well then keep going <laughs> you said you had a, you said you had a lot to share <laughs> um, um i i think um i th- i have so much uh i think really to to uh, learn by to listen to your stomach uh mm-hmm. there's a reason why you feel good or bad about something and if you have experience you will you will most definitely have a good uh stomach um I think again, be brave about what you're doing. Try try new things and put the nose in front. And again, if you're not trying, you're not. You will never achieve anything. And that's that's like one of the lessons. Again, you really need to put yourself out there. And if if it goes wrong, it goes wrong, and then you can try again. And yeah. as long as you don't die, it you only get get wiser. What are you the most proud of? Seeing my people smile when they get in in the morning. That's number one. Uh, that's the most important thing for me in the world. Um, that's really, that's really, really a key factor for me. Like seeing yeah. my my people being happy. Uh, it's it's not, it's not that everybody is happy every day. That's nowhere in the world. Everybody can be that, but but knowing that uh, we we're having a very transparent culture where you can go go to me with things and. And our other management, you can just go into to people and and talk with them and try to to solve things and being just like honest with each other. I think that's one of the the, the thing I'm really proud of. Um, and then I think really just just giving um, giving myself an opportunity to really uh, go out there and and trying to inspire other people again. I think really that's one of the things I'm really proud of as well because if I can give just one good tip or one percent of what I didn't have when I started, I think that would be the most uh, beautiful thing in the world. So again, I'm just proud of like being in the sphere of like um, helping people and trying to do people better and 
trying to evolve people. I think really that's that's what I'm trying to do, and that's mm. what I'm really proud of. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's the, one of the reasons I created this podcast is to inspire others. So I do hope that some of my audience will get, you know, uh, some uh, inspiration from your tips. Awesome. I hope so too. <laughs> <laughs> well, otherwise we're doing that for nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was just, uh, sorry, it's just a waste of 45 minutes. You will never get back again. Sorry. <laughs> If I was to ask, we're talking about uh, people a lot. So, and the importance of people for you. So if I were to ask you people about your leadership style, what do you think they would say? Uh, I wouldn't think anything. I would hope uh, a yeah. lot. Uh, I would hope they uh, saw a very open leader. I would hope they saw a very um, a leader who really trying to do it better for them. I think mm. I hope uh, they that they see a leader who really tried to do the best uh, I'm capable of to do like the best environment for everybody to grow and. Um, I, I hope that's like the key points they're gonna gonna say if you ask them. Uh, mm. You should you, you actually you can just do it if you want. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's a good thing about an open culture. You can just ask them. It's the first time I'm going to Denmark. I'm talking to someone in Denmark, and you, you mentioned open culture. Is that is that a Danish thing? The open the open culture. Uh, but yeah, no, I don't know. Actually, again, I, I started my own company after quitting like nine. So mm. uh, I think uh, an open culture is something you build. Uh, if you're Danish or if you're Swedish or if you are American, I think the open culture is something you're building. Uh, the trust is something you're building. Um, I don't, I don't think it's a normal perk for every workplace in Denmark that we're just open. I think there's a lot of companies who doesn't like it and doesn't want to do it. Um, again, I, I don't know anything about that. That's, that's, I can only talk for myself and for those, those places I were and, and worked, um, no, it wasn't open. Right. And is the entrepreneurship spirit high in Denmark? Uh, I, I, we are very good uh, to, to do entrepreneurship in Denmark. That's our only uh, thing we can, we can live off. We don't have oil or anything else. Mm. So we really have to do great businesses. Um, I think when, if, you see, um, if you see a lot of Danish companies coming out there, we have, we have so many startups going off, off uh, uh, who grow out of Denmark. Um, and I think the, the entrepreneur culture is really good because um, you have so many people who want to be, and it's, it's quite easy actually to be an entrepreneur in Denmark. Uh, mm. it's, it can be really hard with all the, the documentation and stuff like that. But again, it's, <laughs> it, that's hard, hard everywhere in the world, I think. Um, I think there's a very high support of entrepreneurship in Denmark. So I think everybody wants you to succeed. Um, but again, I think, I, I think we, we could do more to the children uh, in the schools mm. and teaching them about like entrepreneurship. I think it's, it's starting um because everybody in Denmark knows in 10 years we need to do more entrepreneurship we need to have more entrepreneurs um but for me I didn't I never I never got educated in entrepreneurship um it was just the only thing I could do um yeah but I don't think it's a hard country to do entrepreneurship in I actually think it's a really good country to do it. and again 
you know, you have the safety net in Denmark. If if you really fail, you have uh, uh, government support and stuff like that. So I yeah. think you have a really good backup plan in Denmark. So again, regarding that, I think actually it's a good country. Yes. Now take your all your experience as an entrepreneur, and if you had to give one recommendation to other entrepreneurs or wanna be entrepreneurs, what would it be? Uh, follow your passion. Okay, I think, I think that was clear. <laughs> I, 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 will, I, will, I don't think I need to elaborate on that one. No. Uh, really, just follow your passion. Do what you think is funny and, and keep on going, really. You will learn all the hard stuff. You will be better. You will understand it. You will understand business. You will understand anything. And that's, again, this is an infinite game. You have to play this game like the next 50 years if you're 20 years old. So you have 50 years to learn everything. So I think that's a really, that's a quite long time. Uh, I've, I've been, I, I started six years ago. Now I got 18 employees. I didn't know what I was doing when I started. So again, <laughs> if I can do it, anybody else can do it. Really. Indeed, entrepreneurship is a journey. Yeah. My show is called Interviews Cracking the Entrepreneurship Code. So hence the question, have you cracked the code? I think if I should start a uh, uh, business again, I think I would be quite good at it, actually, uh, mm. because I really, really, really learned a lot of things when I started WebAmp. Uh, six years of uh, doing wrong really learned you something. Uh, so I think <laughs> I think, again, I would say, yes, I think I cracked that code. Um, but again, it depending on like what industry and what the product was. But I know if I was passionate about it, I, I know I would be a very big su success in it. And that's the cracking of the code for me. Right. Last question. How can people contact you? Uh, they can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, I, I'm very open on LinkedIn. I, I share a lot in Danish, actually. I need to share more in English. Um, but, but I share a lot in Danish. Uh, and they can just reach out to me on, on my LinkedIn profile. Uh, my name is Nikolai Vitrup. Um, so they can just reach out to me there. And then I will try and do my best to, uh, to answer whoever wants to reach out and ask me something. If I, Excellent. I think if I'm, if I, if I said something wrong or something, don't reach out to me, please. Just, just, <laughs> la la just laugh and just don't think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Thank you very much, Nikolai. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> and thank you all for listening. If you have enjoyed, oh, if you've enjoyed this show, don't forget to subscribe to my podcast so you don't miss any episodes. See you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>